0: Less than 24 hours, Georgians will be under a shelter in place order.
1: McDonald, though, said he did not know the man was handcuffed and was trying to use his foot to pin him to the ground so he could be handcuffed. If your friends, neighbors, or local organizations are not complying, report them to us. Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Free Georgia Podcast. My name is Jake Green. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you have any questions about this podcast, this particular episode um, about liberty in general, about what our principles are over at the Libertarian Party, feel free to go to LPGeorgia.com to learn more. We have a whole bunch of different uh, things going on on the website. We've got uh, information as far as what we believe, how to get involved, um, our platform, headlines, who our affiliates are in, in Georgia. Um, you can do a whole bunch of you can learn a whole bunch of different things about the Libertarian Party of Georgia. You can figure out uh, what party agrees with you most um, by taking the world's smallest political quiz. Um, you can watch one of our ads, uh, just all sorts of stuff. There's plenty of stuff to learn about over there. And you can also contact contact us through the website. Um, we're very happy to answer any questions, uh, accept any feedback. That kind of thing. So um, coming up, we have, let's see if I can get this up. The Savannah Pub Crawl to Banish Big Brother. And if you don't know what Banish Big Brother is, you can go to banishbigbrother.com. And it's basically something that is being kind of rolled out underneath the radar are these things called smart cities, Um, And we are trying to relabel them as spy cities because basically what they do is they get a whole bunch of information from you just by you living your life out in the world. So they'll have cameras, drones, heat sensors, uh, temperature sensors, which I guess is technically a heat sensor, (laughs) but uh, they have a whole bunch of different biometric and Video surveillance uh, implementations that they can use in order to track you, know your whereabouts all the time, know who you're mingling with, and all sorts of different things. So, if you want to learn more about that, go to banishbigbrother.com. And if you already know about it and you'd like to join in um, in the anti Big Brother uh, movement, you can join us at the Savannah Pub Crawl on September 30th, Saturday, September 30th. Tickets are free. It's down in Savannah from 7 to 11 p.m. that evening. Um, You can go to our website, lpgeorgia.com, to learn more. Well, today I have a very special guest here in Georgia, Miss Sammy Baker. She is running for city council. So let's talk to Sammy Baker. Sammy Baker, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me.
0: Thank you for having me. This is awesome.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you tell everybody uh, what you're running for?
0: Um, Yeah. So I am running for city council in Canton, Georgia. I'm in Ward 2 and it is a special election. So I will be elected or not this November 7th. There's two months (laughs)
1: Okay. And I think the correct thing is you will be elected November 7th.
0: I will be elected. (laughs) There we go. Um,
1: So what, yeah, what, uh, what brought about the special election?
0: So our, our representative actually became a judge. So he had to leave his seat, uh, which is fair. I don't really want somebody being in two different branches of the same government. So (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah he he vacated his seat to become a judge and it was just a weird situation where our city was changing some of the rules
1: Mm.
0: and um so they couldn't have a special election until they got those approved or whatever and then by that time it was like, well, we'll just add it to the special election,
1: hmm.
0: in, in, and have it in November instead of. I guess the other option was in May, but they would have had to do other things. So it's a really weird situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, super crazy. <laughs>
1: Interesting. Yeah, that sounds very unique and exactly like government to uh, <laughs> yeah. not do things the way they're supposed to be done. <laughs> yeah. um, can you tell us a little bit about Canton for those who don't know, like how big it is, like what, uh, you know, what Canton's like in general?
0: Yeah, so we're 45 minutes north of Atlanta and we are a city of about 35,000 people, which uh, was not anywhere close to where we were. Two years ago, so we we have we have we are busting at the seams. There is mm. just too much happening so fast, to the point where last year our city council actually start or put a moratorium on any new residential builds wow. because it just was so much. So we are a very growing, awesome community. We have a rich heritage in georgia it's um it's kind of a a place that grows on you i'm a navy brat so i've i've Mm -hmm. lived all over america and you know i was born in california i spent most of my life in san diego and and i this place has just gotten under my skin it's community it's everything that you want and there's just a couple of things that need to be changed
1: (laughs) that's fair that's awesome. Um, what uh, you said you lived most of, your life in, most of your life in San Diego. When did you move to Canton?
0: I moved here in 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a junior, no, I was a sophomore in high school. And so I moved actually, it's a, a tiny little town called Free Home, Georgia. Uh, it is in the middle of nowhere. We moved there in August. The entire place smelled like chickens. It was awful. (laughs) And I was like, I'm going back home. This is crazy. Why did you bring me here? And it's just the first time a boy opened a car door for me. I did the whole feminist thing where I was like, I can open the door myself. And he was like, listen, I was told that I needed to act as if my mother was behind me, whether she was behind me or not. So I will open your door. And I was floored, and and it changed everything for me. Being here has been the absolute best thing.
1: Wow, that's awesome. Um, what uh, what was it that made you want to des- like decide to run for city council? We
0: had an issue in our very backyard, and there were some sketchy things that kind of happened that we ended up basically having somebody from the city come out and look at a problem that we thought was a businesses doing that basically their drainage was coming into our backyard. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, I would really just like somebody to come out and take a look at this because it's doing a lot of damage. So they came out and they brought code enforcement with them and i thought that that made sense because they were going to go see and make sure everything was up to code no no they came into our backyard and they fined us for taking down trees that were about to fall on our own house they spent three months taking us to court for it and for and the tree company that we paid to have the trees removed mm-hmm. So so, rabbit hole, rabbit hole, rabbit hole. I realized that the amount of ordinances and policies and things like that, they are all designed and all geared towards preventing citizens from doing what they want to do on their own property or having any sort of control over what they have already purchased. They want the control over your land. Mm -hmm. If you live in the city, you can't build a privacy fence. You can't drive a golf cart in your own neighborhood if you don't have the right permitting. The whole neighborhood has to have the same permitting. The whole thing is ridiculous. It's micromanaged to the nth degree. And paradise cannot be won that way.
1: Wow. Uh, that would absolutely infuriate me to have a bunch of people who I thought were going to come help me end up attacking me. That's, man, yeah. that's brutal. Um, can you tell me a little bit about uh, like who you are in your background and like how that led to getting politically active?
0: <laughs> it's been crazy. Very crazy. <laughs> So I am, like I said, I'm a military brat. My dad was in the Navy for 20 years. He, we traveled all over. My mom was from Texas. So I. Yeah, was, Texas. Oh yeah. El Paso, Texas. Texas. Oh, okay. So
1: I, That's. <laughs>
0: I, I tell her that it's Mexico. Like she doesn't get to claim it. It's Mexico.
1: <laughs> it basically is. <laughs>
0: so it is. So you know, I I grew up with both sides of the spectrum and our house was always watching the news because it mattered so much to my father's life. Mm. You know, this is this is pre-9 eleven. This is before veterans got thanked when they were walking down the street. Mm. So um so this it was different. So it's not that when did I get political? It's I, I've always been that i I've always paid attention to things because you know bombings and barracks matter to kids like me more than they matter to kids whose dads aren't on the ships on the way to go and fix them who then get bombed mm-hmm. so um so it always it I've always been political I've always paid attention I've I strongly disliked Joe Biden since 1994. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I think I was four. So, um, it's it, so, so that part was kind of always came natural, but I always leaned more Republican. And then I became a teenager and became a Democrat. And, <laughs> um, and then, you know, really battled with, with, uh, something that Eric von Hessler talks about um, the consistent thinking, you know, you have to have that consistency of thought. Otherwise it's a straw man's argument. Right. So I, so I started putting everything through the, through the filter of is this consistent thinking, you know, um, so much to the point of, are you pro um, pro, uh, the death penalty. Well, in my heart of hearts, yes, I am. But do I want the government to have my permission to kill a citizen? No, no, I don't.
1: <laughs>
0: so I have to, I have to have that conversation. And so, just when, as far as being a stay-at-home mom, I, I told my husband, I said, you know, I need a job. I need to do something. Um MLMs are not for me. I cannot sell you anything. I I'm too realistic. I'm I'm not gonna do that. I'm also not everybody's sister. No. Um (laughs) I can't be part of the PTA because I talk the way that I do. Mm. Um, and they don't like that either. So I had to find something and I told my husband, I said, you know, I'm just gonna go get a job. I'm gonna I'm going to go get a job or whatever. And he said, okay, you have to find something that you're passionate about. And that really hit me because I really wanted to just do maybe like two or three shifts at crumble cookies so that I could get discount.
1: <laughs> oh, those are so good. I, so I understand. Good.
0: <laughs> and then he was like, you have to do something that you're passionate about. And I was like, so this is uh, this is, sorry, this is so long. I have ADHD. <laughs>
1: No, um, you're doing, so this is great. I love it.
0: I, uh, so I found the Libertarian Party. I got on base camp um, and I, it, it was during a, we'll call it a kerfuffle with the, uh, <laughs> with the uh, this year's convention being mm-hmm. on Mother's Day. Yeah. And I think maybe it was my second day having logged into Basecamp, camp and all of this was going on. And I, again, you know, PTA, I've, I've tried it all. I've been part of all of those groups. I've done party planning all, you know, all through all of this. And seeing all of that, I was like, okay, I'm new here, but this is what this looks like to me. And opening my mouth, um, less than 24 hours later, I had a, a phone call set up with, uh, uh, with Jared and another one set up with Elizabeth.
1: Nice. And
0: Jared said, uh, you know what I'd really like for us to do? I'd really like for us to do a gala. He was like, let's do a gala. Can you plan a gala for us? So now I'm in the process of planning this gala for the Libertarian Party. And I still have that. I want to do more, you know. Mm -hmm. I want to do something in my area that makes sense to me. And Mm -hmm. now it's turned into this thing where I want to see if I can do it. And I want to do it my own way. I don't want to do it the way everybody else has ever run a campaign. Because I have different resources than most people do. Because most people have nine to five jobs. I have four friends with a cricket. So I can make a hundred yard signs for $300, or I can order a hundred yard signs for a thousand dollars with a very steep discount. Hmm. So I, I have different resources. I have, I have things that other people don't have. I can go down to the courthouse at three o'clock in the afternoon because I just got done with carpool. I've got both my kids. They are going to get me in and out of there so quickly with two kids. With a two-year-old and a seven-year-old, they want me gone. So they are going to get my stuff printed out first. They are going to make sure that what I need, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, we got you. And I'm always respectful. I make sure that my kids are sweet and well-mannered. But they still don't want the kids there. So... I just think that it's possible for stay at home moms to do this and not go through burnout. And I want to prove that.
1: Man, I love that. That's amazing. I I like, I always love the idea of doing things uh, different than they've always been done. Um, I think there's good things to learn from, you know, stuff that people have done in the past, but I don't think it's always necessary to do it the exact same way. Um, I definitely prefer to do my own thing. And I, so I completely understand where you come from with that. Um, going back to your, how you changed your mindset and focused on consistent thinking, I think that is something that, I don't know, 90% of people don't do ever. Um, I don't think people really analyze themselves and what they actually believe and what they actually think about you know, whether it be like political issues or moral issues or what have you. Um, I think that's a super difficult process. And I think a lot of people would give up, um, a partial part of the way through and just go ahead and live in denial for a while until that, you know, that, that till that schism kind of caught up to them. Um, so I admire that. That is, that is a really difficult path to take and yeah. I'm, I'm happy you took it. That's awesome. Um, Tell me about the gala. Tell me about what you're planning for the gala and like how like what was the idea behind this?
0: So um so one of the things, well two of the things that I think that the libertarian party lacks, specifically in Georgia, is notoriety. If you say mm. that you're a libertarian in Georgia, the immediately they immediately respond like you live in your mom's basement and that you don't talk to people and that you are just an anarchist and whatever so so combating that is a is a big a big thing for me um the other thing is is that I have I have cousins who have been um involved in the rap industry in Atlanta and the conversations that I have had with people around them, it would be a lot easier to convince that community to be a libertarian than anybody thinks. Mm. It's 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 a difference between being talked at and having a conversation with. But getting in the room with people like you know, who are huge in the media industry in atlanta it's hard to get in the room with those people so you know uh so figuring that out is is kind of the big thing but i want to change their opinion about what it means to be a libertarian and Hmm. see that there is a bigger picture here and it includes things like the incarcerate the incarceration rate and the private, um, the, I'm sorry, the private prison systems mm. and um, how our school systems are dealt with and the education of our communities and things like that, those things that they preach about and they say that we need to do better, okay, well, we've done it this way, we've done it this way, will you at least listen to our way? And more and more people are interested in finding that other way. More and more people are interested in going, okay, well, they lied to us and they lied to us. I think the other thing that they need to be told is, if I don't have any, if you're going to send a Republican up there, then automatically you know that if they find anything that has an R on it, you're not going to see it. Mm. And if you find anything that has a D on it from somebody with a D, they're not gonna you're not gonna see it so sending people with a independent background the libertarians specifically to places like the secretary of state where voting rights (laughs) where where that's their policy that's where they are so we're trying to get on we're trying to have statewide ballot Mm -hmm. that's where we need to be that you know getting that person elected So so the dream is to get these people in a room and get the people up on stage who can can convince these people of, you know, Elizabeth's big brother campaign, Mm -hmm. um, all of the different things that we can do that our policies as libertarians can help in Georgia and that with their support, and their money thrown at us instead of being thrown at the Democrats and Republicans that have just been perpetuating the system, the actual things can happen because we can change the actual ordinances and policies and all of those little things that the bureaucracy has used to destroy Mm -hmm. what we have here um we can turn around and with these smaller municipalities starting from city council to county and so on and so forth change those change the verbiage make it easier to understand make it so that it is you know if this law applies to you you should be able to understand it you shouldn't have to have a law degree to understand what you can and can't do in your own city
1: and I love that. That is fantastic. Um, I, just, I mean, it's weird, but that got me like pumped yeah. about everything. Yes. <laughs> um, so that, I, so I like your one. vision.
0: Sorry. So back to the actual gala. So we have, we're going to have a live auction. We have two huge prizes. That's going to be uh, two different vacations. So those are, those are two of the big prizes. We'll have marketing going out for that. It's going to be fantastic. We're going to get businesses in Georgia to donate experiences like hang gliding, you know, things around the city, uh, the scavenger hunt, stuff like that. We're going to auction those off. And then we're going to do a silent art auction. The theme for the gala is going to be um, – uh, sorry, the future of freedom. Mm. So all of the art, that's going to be the prompt that we're going to get the artists to create the art that will then be silently auctioned throughout the event. So,
1: okay, man, I'm pumped. You got to stick yeah. around after the credits and we got to talk about that a little more. Um, sure. cause I'd like to try to help with that a little bit. If I, if you need me, um, oh, I'd love it. As far as your city council run, can you tell us um, like why specifically, like what what specifically you're running on and like what kind of your message is um, during your campaign?
0: So currently we have just recently approved a um, art installation in our city that I believe Mm -hmm. is costing us somewhere around $1.3 million. Huh? um mm-hmm, yeah but is hunter
1: Biden doing it
0: <laughs> <laughs> right so I love art as much as the next person and I think that it's an absolutely fantastic it's it's so valuable to society it's integral to society it's what holds everybody accountable um but it is not paid for by taxpayer dollars that is crowdfunded that is that is not government funded. That's insane. So, Mm -hmm. um, and especially not at that level, if you're going to do a plaque or a nice statue commemorating something, you know, we'll talk about that, but $1.3 million. No. So, so especially when there are definitely things that we need fixed in our city, Mm -hmm. that that money could have gone to. So, so that's def- that's my big platform. The thing is is that I'm only there for a year. Um so the big the big push is that I can do it and mm. that
1: I can
0: the oh the other one is I want to work with a couple of the law schools in Georgia and go through our ordinances and have a layman's terms copy of it so these are our ordinances this is what that means so i want to start going through and doing that and start building those blueprints of how we can get other smaller municipalities to go through and change their verbiage and things like that in those in those ordinances as well
1: wow i like that a lot um I think when people start looking into laws and what they can and can't do, just going through one section of a law book is exhausting and confusing. So trying to get that in terms where people can actually understand it, that's pretty, I like that a lot. Um, and I think people would appreciate that because, um, I mean, half the time I there's so many things that I know that it's in the laws that I can't do but I can't ever find it because it's all confusing jargon that I don't understand. And I don't have a degree in how they're doing all this stuff. So um, yeah, I like that a lot. That's a good, that's a good one. Um, Yeah. Where can people, how can people support you? How can people find you? Um, How do we, I have
0: a website. It is Sammy for city council. That's S A M M Y for city council.
1: Uh I think we lost you for a moment. We'll just stick around for just a second to see if she comes back on. Um, It's um, sammyforcitycouncil.com. You can see it. If you're watching the video, it's on here. It's also in the podcast description. Um, I believe her internet may have just gone out, which is not unusual in Georgia. Um mine goes out regularly. So let's uh remove her real quick. So yeah, in case she doesn't come back, um, it's sammy for com. You can also follow her on um her Facebook page, which is Sammy for City Council, and her TikTok is BakerMommy1210. Um, looks like she's gonna try to hop back on here in a second. Let's see if that happens, but um yeah, I mean, if you're in the Canton area and you have a voice, you have friends, you are in, like involved in politics, please spread the word about Sammy's run for city council because uh, we need more people like her in our government system um, to help, I don't know, bring more liberty and freedom to our lives and the, the lives of the people around us. So, uh, yeah, make sure... If you're in the Canton area or you know people in the Canton area, have them look up sammyforcitycouncil.com to learn more information about her campaign. Uh, And I'm going to try to stick around for just a second to see if she hops back on. And we're back, Sammy. Welcome back. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. How can people, you know, help your campaign, donate to your campaign? Where can they find you? All that good stuff.
0: So um, my website is Um, sammyforcitycouncil.com. So you can go on there and there's a donate page. There's also Venmo if if you want to do that as well. It goes to the same place. Um, There's also Sammy or it's at SammyMommy1210 for TikTok. And I'm on Facebook at Sammy for City Council. So yeah, uh, you can go there, support me get in touch. I'd love to, um, to meet up. If you are in the Canton area and you have an HOA, anything you want me to come and talk to you guys, I'm here for it.
1: Awesome. Well, Sammy, thank you so much. We're rooting for you. Um, thank you. We'll, we'll do whatever we can to help you with your campaign. Uh, you heard it folks, Sammy for city council.com. Um, if you have any questions about libertarian party in general, you can go to lpgeorgia.com Georgia.com to learn more. You can contact me, Um, at podcast at lpgeorgia.com. That'll do it for this week. Sammy, again, thanks for joining. Don't forget to tune in on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. for Liberty Libations and every Monday night for Free Georgia Podcast. Um, Sammy, we'll see you later.